Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are rolling. You want to bring us in? Okay. Yeah, hang on. <clears throat> Boom. Featuring Joe Sweeney from Thinking Sideways Podcast and filmmaker Vincent Caldoni. This is The Shocking Details. Welcome to another episode of The Shocking Details. I'm Joe, joined as always by Vincent Caldoni. Ah, and this week we've got yet another Japanese mystery for you, except it's uh, in a place, in a neighborhood called Little Japan in Omaha, Nebraska. Well, okay, it's not remotely Japanese. I lied. Okay. Yeah, actually, we're we're talking about the very strange case of Jason Jolkowski. A very Japanese-sounding name. Oh, totally, totally, yeah. Um, and this guy vanished from the sidewalks of Omaha, Nebraska, almost 22 years ago. We're coming up to the 22-year anniversary here next month uh, without a trace, not a trace or a clue. It's like the guy just vanished into thin air. Weird. It's a strange story um, because there's usually at least there's usually at least a hint, a hint or a clue or a little evidence of something, but really nothing here. It's weird. But uh, so anyway, let's begin at the beginning. Uh, Wednesday, June thirteenth, two thousand one, was garbage day in Jason Anthony Jolkowski's neighborhood in Northeast Omaha, Nebraska. Jason was nineteen years old. He had graduated from high school the year before, and he had been going to a community college, was still living at home with his folks in 2001, along with his younger brother, Michael, who was 13. And, uh, and when he disappeared, both he and Michael were on summer break from school. Their parents were both at work, so they had the house to themselves. So what do we know about Jason? Jason was described as quiet, but friendly. Uh, he was uh, kind of shy, but a high school will do that to you. Uh, yeah, really. Yeah. Well, especially because he had a speech impediment, which mm -hmm. caused some people to think that he was mentally impaired. But actually, his uh, grades and assessing performance indicated that he had above average intelligence. He didn't really have any known enemies. His mother described him as risk averse, not the kind to get involved with a drug cartel or stoke up the local bullies, or even actually likely to accept a ride from a dude in a sketchy van. So, yeah, and he also had a job. He worked at a restaurant, Fazoli's, which is an Italian <laughs> fast food place, uh, which many of you may have heard of. Yeah, I'd never heard of them before. They're all over the U.S. I, I checked their website. They've got over 200 stores throughout the U.S., but uh, none in the Pacific Northwest. Um, wow. Yeah, they've got a few as far west as California, but none in Oregon or Washington or Idaho. They don't like us. So fine, screw you. We don't like you either. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, for, that, for that reason, I had never heard of them before. Um, yeah, no, me neither. 
Yeah, but uh, so Jason was uh, working there, but it was kind of his weekend. He had uh, he was off work that day. Yeah. So it would have been a perfect day for Jason and Michael to get out the Ouija board and contact the murderous evil spirits. But um, fate intervened because oh, his sad. boss at Fazoli. <laughs> you know, that's where we were going with this, but we weren't. His boss at Fazoli's called that morning and asked him to come in and work a shift. Jason was willing to, but his car just happened to be in the shop that day. And he told his boss it'd take him a while to get to work because the restaurant was like four miles from his house. Mm. Nebraska is not known for its robust mass transit system. So um, his boss called Jason's coworker, an unnamed female, we're calling her Hillary Clinton for some reason, mm. and yeah. asked her to swing by and pick Jason up on her way to work. She called Jason and asked for directions to his house, and he told her to pick him up right in front of Benson High School, where both she and Jason had gone to school. Yeah. Well, why not have her just go to his house? Uh, well, uh, maybe he was didn't really want Hillary Clinton to know where he lived. <laughs> I think we're getting confused between our nickname and the act. Anyways. Actually, actually, I think I know why. I have an idea. Oh, you well, do? She, okay. I think I know why. I, would, I, I was checking this out on the map because I, I wanted to look at his neighborhood. Uh, and his house was at uh, North 48th and Bedford Avenue. Right. And you can find it easily on Google. Um, but they have a weird little numbering system. At least there's a little bit of it right, right around his house. There's a North 48th Street. But then you go one block west, and it's North 48th Avenue. Yeah. And then it goes 49th Street, 49th Avenue. Yeah, it's like that. It's really weird. It doesn't uh, uh, seem to uh, continue all the way across the city, but there's a little spot in there where it does this. Yeah, a bunch of Northeast yeah. Portland's like that. We've got 33rd Avenue, 33rd Street, mm, 33rd, 33rd place. place, 33rd Way. You know, but uh, Well, anyway, so the other thing is that, is that uh, Northeast 48th Avenue also breaks at Bedford Avenue, and so it intersects in two places. It, on it intersects Bedford on the north side, about 200 feet west of where it intersects Bedford on the south side of the street. Gotcha. So if you say, so if you wanted to tell Hillary, uh, my house is at 48th in Bedford, that actually describes three different places. Gotcha. Yeah. So maybe that's why he didn't want to try to explain all this to her and give her directions to his house. And that makes sense. Figured, yeah. The high school is like seven blocks from his Common house landmark. or something. Yeah. So he just figured, yeah. Yeah, so he they probably said that. Would, so anyway, that's I, I'm guessing that's why. I, that, maybe he was just embarrassed about his house. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he lived in a dump. I don't know. I, I did a little street. I did a little street viewing on the neighborhood. It did, you know. I mean, uh, modest houses. It's kind of more of a working class neighborhood, but it's yeah. not an armpit neighborhood. You know? No, it's, it's no. I looked at. I didn't do any street view, but I looked at pictures of it. I looked up the crime statistics. We'll get to that in a sec. That's really not that yeah. out of place. No, so not at all. Just to keep the story rolling. Yeah. So what happened next? He gets his uh, cool looking uniform on and uh, heads out the door. And that when uh, last seen, his neighbor saw him and uh, his brother, Michael, bringing trash cans in from the curb into the, the garbage. Right. So they're just like doing in, the normal into, garbage into day into thing. Oh, into the garage. Into the garage, right. So they're taking the curb. They're taking them off the curb because the garbage yeah. has been picked up. Uh, the neighbor, at least in some accounts, also saw Jason head off toward the high school. I guess that varies. And that's about 10, 15 a.m. Yeah, although some accounts uh, say 10, 45 a.m. But, you know, it doesn't really oh, matter okay. that much. But uh, And some people, um, at least on Reddit anyway, have described Jason's neighborhood as sketchy. 
as a possible explanation for what happened to him. Right. But as I just said, I, I, I've looked at the area over on Street View, and it doesn't look at all sketchy to me. Uh, it's not slummy. It's not posh, but it's not slummy or scuzzy looking at all. No. But I, I'm not from Omaha, so maybe there are things going on that aren't readily apparent on Street View. But you said you, guess- looked at some, you looked at some stats, right? Yeah, this this neighborhood around around that area in, in northeast Omaha, it's not even close to the most to the highest crime stats in in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it does look like a working class area, but not yeah. the kind of place where they you know just swallows you up. I mean, that has to be no. a pretty bad neighborhood where a reasonable thing for someone to say is, yeah, he walked out of his house to meet a friend and then just vanished, was just consumed by the. Mobs or whatever, right? Like uh-huh. that's a really bad neighborhood. That's a terrible neighborhood. Not a mm-hmm. not just a place where there's a few break-ins and the occasional shootout. Yeah. No. Anyway, it's not. It does does not look to me like this that bad bad of a neighborhood. So I don't, right. I don't think. Yeah. You know. Okay. So the sketchy neighborhood didn't do him in. So let's see what happens. So he has off for Benson High School. As I said, it's about seven blocks away, and somewhere mm-hmm. in those seven blocks, he was hoovered up by a UFO. Apparently. Because he I knew this was my kind up. of case. Yeah, he never showed up for his meeting with Hillary. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So about uh, half an hour after Jason left, our, our girl Hillary uh, called the house and spoke to brother Michael, wanting to know where that HE double hockey sticks Jason had got off to. And uh-huh. Michael, of course, didn't have a good reply because he knew he was going to meet Hillary. Yeah. Uh, when Jason's parents got home and heard that he'd gone missing, they called all of his friends, but no one had seen or heard from him that day. Now, that's not like a great sign. No. And the, 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 the Chalkowskis waited till the next morning to call the police because they were under the impression, uh, mistakenly, that you cannot report somebody missing until 24 hours have gone by. Mm-hmm. But actually, yeah. you are allowed to call the cops sooner than that. Yeah, doesn't mean they're going to leap into action. Uh, but okay, and in this case, it was not a lot of help even calling the cops because the cops were actually pretty sure that Jason was just a runaway. Um, I hate and, when or, they do that. Yeah, well, yeah. At the same time, you know, like there was a quote I read in a news article from a cop who said, you know, it's like, uh, you know, people people are when they're nineteen years old, they are adults, they're free to come That's and true. go as they please, and you know, that and, part's and, true. Yeah, and when somebody just doesn't know where somebody else is, you know, we have scarce resources. We can't be sending all kinds of people out to search for a guy just because he hasn't reported in. You know, you're you're, <laughs> you know? you're right. So, nineteen is nineteen is pretty. That's yeah. you're you can do whatever you want at nineteen, and you might. I did all kinds. When I was nineteen, I just took off for California with about eighty dollars in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did silly shit like that, <laughs> silly things like that when I was uh, that age too. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so according to Jason's mother, the cops didn't take the case seriously for at least ten days. Um, mm-hmm. And at that point, they 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 did. And they started interviewing neighbors and doing searches around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they brought in tracking dogs. Uh, that would seem like the obvious thing to do. Although who knows? Maybe scents grow stale over by you know that much time is yeah, gone it's by. a long time. Yeah, so I don't know, but they did. They did search pretty thoroughly, um, and they talked. To, they canvassed the neighborhood, and, and I assume they they canvassed all the houses in between his house and the high school that he might have, you know, because they didn't know exactly what streets he walked down mm-hmm. to get to where mm-hmm. he was going. So I imagine they had to knock on a lot of doors, but they, you know, they did. Well, the searches of the neighborhood they didn't didn't turn up anything. I mean, not a nope. single hint as to Jason's fate. The case. Is still open, but the cops have said they have no clues, zero evidence, just nothing. Jason just kind of vanished, and to this day, no one has any idea why. Yeah, it's like nobody, they, you know, 
not a single person. This was a nice, a, a nice, you know, warm June day that you would expect that <clears> people would have been out working in their yards or something, and somebody would have at least seen That's him walking point. by. Yeah. You know, not, yeah. nothing. <laughs> just, yeah. just nothing. He took his wallet, and his cell phone with him when he left, but nothing else because mm-hmm. you know uh, we know what you're thinking that he packed a bag and snuck off to go start him a new life. But no, he didn't actually take anything but his wallet and phone and keys. He he did have a cell phone. Um, his last paycheck was never cashed. His cell phone has been totally inactive, um, mm. and his bank account has been untouched. Okay, so. Oh. Yeah, it's a mystery weird. with no clothes. Yeah, <laughs> but fortunately, the internet is on the case. They're all over it, so mm-hmm. there's no shortage of theories. No, there are not. Um, yeah. Um. So we're gonna take a little break, and we yeah. gotta take a little potty break here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's how we do it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, while we uh, take care of those bodily needs, yeah, we're gonna have some commercials for you guys to check out. When we get back, we're gonna talk about some theories, and we have got a few. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details and we're back. So, ah, this is pretty quick. I mean, actually, we're like 10 minutes in. We're already into series. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that happens a lot of times when you have these kind of inexplicable disappearances. Yeah. When they're this inexplicable, there's not a single clue to talk about. It's like, well, okay, let's get to our theories here. But these are uh, these are all certified internet internet theories here, except for maybe the first one. I don't know if anybody's like talked about this one yet. Mm. I guess I'll talk about this. Well, Jason was hiking to... His school, what if he got lost um, and eventually just wandered around aimlessly and eventually succumbed to exposure? Mm. Okay. I mean, even, even the internet's not dumb enough to come up with this one, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was seven blocks. I know, right? But I've seen, I seen people elsewhere, like with the Brandon Swanson case, they insist that he got lost, even though, uh, and, he, and yeah. he succumbed to exposure, even though his body did, didn't ever showed up. And he was in a place that was. That was basically on a grid pattern of roads where, you know, it would have been really hard to get lost. And so if people can, can insist that he got lost and died of exposure, then why not Jason? Yes, but okay. Yeah. No, I, no, I just want to say I, I'm with you. I don't think that's what happened to Brandon Swanson. Yeah. But I will also say that Brandon Swanson was somewhere unfamiliar. This is Jason's mm. neighborhood. Yeah, it's much more densely too. populated than where Brandon Swanson went missing. So it's well, like yeah, if he would have yeah. got lost, he would have ended up somewhere else in Omaha and would have had to been like, can I use your phone? I am yeah. completely turned around. So do you think you think if, if that was it, if he was dying of thirst and hunger, he might have knocked on somebody's door? Right? <laughs> yeah. Say, so, hey, uh, can I get a drink of water? <laughs> I literally had that happen. 
had some <laughs> some young men knock on our door and be like, uh, we're turned around. We're from Northeast, and we took the bus the wrong direction, and we don't know anything about Southeast. I'm totally confused. And they, they weren't actually trying to rob you or murder you? They actually t- no, truly were, were just, lost? Just yeah. some very young men who had gotten on the wrong bus. Yeah, and it's true. If you're from Nopo and you're, you find yourself in, in darkest mm-hmm. Southeast, then yeah, you're going to be confused. That's very yep, true. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. the point is they didn't die. Now, if that had been Mount Hood National Forest, <laughs> I might understand that. Yeah. So anyway, I don't really buy the theory that it, it would have been possible for him to get so lost no, that no, no one could no. come to his aid when he was yeah. this close to his house. And I think for him to even get lost in the neighborhood, he at least spent part of his young life and if didn't if not grow up in by his high school then mm. it, it, he probably wouldn't have gotten lost in the first place unless he was like having a neurological event or something yeah well, yeah exactly but uh yeah plus you know he did go to high school at benson high school and so he probably had walked that route to the from his house to the school hundreds of times in the past so yeah um, and again if he had some say. sort of some sort of like neurological event uh he probably would have Somebody probably would have noticed and called the cops or somebody or an ambulance. Or at least so. or at least found him, you know, mm-hmm. just like on the street corner, not remembering who he was, glitching out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, let's, let's chuck this theory, I think, the whole you got lost. But I know there's a, there's another there's another theory that you like. Oh, I mean, well, I I hate it, but I have to say it. I have to. We'd lose our yeah. podcasting license uh-huh. that yeah. Jason ran off to start a new life. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't really think he had any reason to do this. And I think the the case against this one, of course, is that he would have like cleaned out his bank account or like taken some clothes with him. Like he you basically think he would have cast his last paycheck, and at the very know, least, right? right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's possible he was so smart he was playing some three dimensional chess and realized uh-huh. that everyone would you know check his bank account, and if he'd cleaned it out, they'd know he was gone quicker. I don't buy any of that. I just don't think so. I do mm-hmm. think that compared to some people who, you know, quote unquote, run off to start a new life, a 19 year old is a better candidate for that than a lot of people we've talked about. Uh-huh. You're young. You don't have a lot going for you in life. You might not be as tied down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're eager to get out of your hometown. So I, there's a little bit of, maybe I can sort of start to see it, but he, he would have taken some money with him. He would have. Oh yeah. I suppose, you know, Maybe if on the internet he'd met some sugar daddy kind of guy out there who was going to provide for him, and all he needed to do was just you know slip out of the house and uh, you know and and be picked up he, by the limo you know a couple of blocks down and uh, and off he goes. Yeah, his now, Fazoli's pizza uniform. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, actually, I'm not sure that he was wearing that. I think he was wearing like a baseball shirt when he when he disappeared. But, oh, um, okay. You said sure, he put in a script that he put on or, his uniform. Yeah, no, that's my bad. I think he was wearing a baseball shirt, but it was like I can't remember the team. But uh, <laughs> but who knows? I mean, maybe that was the uniform that they had at Fazoli's too. I don't know. Well, but okay, but even that aside, right? Like he's just he's not like he he's on his way to work. He's like you know, it's like it's a really weird time to disappear to be like now. Mm-hmm. Now is when I make my move mm-hmm. while I'm expected somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is if he had made plans with his sugar daddy to uh, to to vanish, you know, off the face of the earth, so they could go off to the Mediterranean and frolic uh, frolic naked on an island somewhere or something like that, um, you would think he would have told his boss, "Ah, sorry, I can't come into work today. I'm, you know, but you know, <laughs> I got got, you know, you think." Yeah, or something. Yeah, um, yeah. That's. I guess that's all I'm trying to say is like this just doesn't really seem like the 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 linchpin in a diabolical plan to disappear out from under everyone's noses. But Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe I guess you can't really disprove a negative like that. But I I don't see it. I you know I I don't see it at all. It doesn't make sense. So 
All right. Well, okay. Well, we can set that one to rest. But, Get to something a little more sinister with this next well, one, Jeff. This, is, this next one is one that you were always going to see. Mm-hmm. The internet always, always somebody brings this one up, which is that Jason witnessed a drug deal. <laughs> yeah. This, this is a is, theory popular among people who've never met a drug dealer. I know, right? I, well, that's that's exactly it. The drug dealers that I've known in my life, and I've known more than a few, uh, low-level ones, of course, but um, they were not murderous at all. I mean, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but this whole thing, this, this drug the drug deal thing, is uh, it's an old hoary favorite on Reddit and Web Sleuths. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice to see that it's actually getting more pushback these days. I mean, on this Reddit page that I saw about about Jason, uh, there was there were there were a couple of guys that make fun made fun of somebody who suggested this. So it's a dumb mm-hmm. it's a dumb theory, and it's nice to see more people saying this because right, uh, yeah. Well, okay, so so to make this theory work, right, you'd need to have it be like I mean, it had to be a serious drug deal. I guess right? so. Like, yeah, we're talking right. bricks of bricks of heroin, you know? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I don't know that a neighborhood. On a, it was a Saturday, right? Like just like a, uh, a neighborhood. Yeah, I, I, I believe it was Wednesday. Okay, it but it's one. you know the the middle of the day in a in a neighborhood, a nice residential neighborhood. Yeah, right. It's yeah. it's not like they were out in the you know the desert along the uh, Mexican border. Right? I know <laughs> you exactly. Know I, mean? I know, right? <laughs> it's not the place to do your drug deal. Yeah, your giant these, drug deal. Yeah, I, I think these people are picturing this scenario, which Jason comes around a corner, and there in front of him is this big delivery <laughs> truck. And guys unloading bricks of heroin right in the open where they could be seen by anybody. And, and then Broad one of the daylight criminals, in Omaha. Yeah, one of the criminals yells to his buddies, crap, a witness. Maybe we should have done this inside the warehouse. And, but too late for Jason, you know? They, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. It really, no, when you. It's absurd. I yeah. Mean, I, you know, for all I know, and, and you and, and anybody else, so I, I could have witnessed a drug deal today and I didn't even know what was going on. You see two <laughs> guys talking, you know, <laughs> or even if you see somebody like, like if you see somebody unloading stuff out of a truck, which you see every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You might, be well, seeing, yeah. you might be seeing a drug deal. Right. I mean, you'd have you, to think you know, that they were smart enough to pull, if you're moving that kind of weight and you haven't already been arrested for it, you're probably, you know, you've got some kind of Poyos Hermanos type of scam going where it's all like, you know, in boxes, so you can. None of this makes sense. Well, of <laughs> Just, yeah, that, well that's 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 totally it. You know, if you're going to offload your bricks of heroin or fentanyl or whatever, you're going to have them in in boxes that say, you know, like Toshiba or Sony on the side of them or something like that. You and know, then I mean, you don't have to kill a kid who walks by on his way to work. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because, like, right? Like it doesn't. None, none of this lines up. Oh, I know, I know. But the other thing too is like like the. Uh, why would these, you know, I, I assume it would have to have been a big, a really big time drug deal. So cartel, car, cartel level stuff. And so why did these cartel guys, if they did, you know, eliminate Jason, cause he saw them, you know, going about their, their business like this, why did they bother disposing of his body so carefully? Cause they're not usually that shy about leaving bloody corpses laying around. Well, you if you're not shy about doing broad daylight drug deals in residential neighborhoods, I don't know why you'd be shy about leaving a dead body on the street and getting mm-hmm. out of there. I, n- none of it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep yeah, saying so the, this. None of it makes sense. Yeah. So the whole witness to drug deal thing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, right. uh, it's, it's dumb. Just dumb. so it reminds like, me okay. of, um, I'll just get a real quick antidote. We could even cut it, but someone was leaving panties around the parking lot at the zoo. And uh-huh. we were like, who would do this? This is really weird. Leaving panties, and, huh? Yeah, women's underwear, you know. How, uh, uh, how many times did this happen? I mean, like, like 
hundreds, maybe. Really? <laughs> I mean, wow. like, yeah. And um, I would say this to people and everyone would go, oh, prostitutes. Like, yeah. I don't think that explains it. I think you half reasoned that. I don't know what's happening. I don't have an answer here. But I think prostitutes isn't really the answer. No, I don't think so. Because the prostitutes, usually when a prostitute does her business, she doesn't leave her panties behind. They, they usually leave... They usually leave a soiled condom behind. Yeah. But that, we found lots of those. But not panties. Yeah. And why? And, and why all of a sudden? And why, like, multiple pairs a night left for us in the morning? Like, mm-hmm. whatever was going on, that, that explanation is not like you didn't think through, like, okay, so the prostitute came here and she took off her underwear. And then, like, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't think it through. And, like, that's the way the drug deal theory is to me. Like, yeah. Yeah. You didn't it think is. it through. You were just like, he saw a drug deal. And, like, you didn't actually picture how that would go. Well, we're going to have to actually, as far as the, the zoo panty mystery goes, we're going to have to make an episode out of that for one of these days. I think. <laughs> It'd be a short one because we never got to the bottom of it and then it stopped. Well, you never got to the bottom of it because you never got Joe and Vincent on the trail. That's why. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. We would have figured it out. Yeah, yeah this was it. a good 10 years before thinking sideways. So, Oh, really? Okay. We didn't stand yeah. a chance. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, anyway, the, yeah, the panty thing. I don't know. That's that's interesting. Just a prank. They're weird. Think, probably, yeah, that's right? that's what I think. But, yeah. 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 Somebody that just had, for some reason... Yeah, it could have been somebody. Maybe somebody worked at like uh, somewhere like the uh, a used clothing store, or the Goodwill, and somebody yeah. donated. Somebody donated boxes and boxes of panties, and so they didn't know what to do with them. So this guy said, oh, "I'll take them to the dump." And instead, he instead he he takes them home and he decides to just you know punk throwing them up by, in trees and leaving them under cars. Yeah, he decides he's going to have a little fun, you know, leaving panties all over the place, you know. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and so maybe that's that's my theory anyway. I mean, we call so, we okay. call them the panty bandit. Oh, really? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. You should you should have put posters all up around the zoo. Yeah, yeah. please report anybody with panties. <laughs> if you see somebody suspicious with panties, we want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. Let's go on to another theory. You got another theory for us here? For let's okay. back to Jason, not the panties. The Jason. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I'm not going to say this is my favorite. <laughs> my favorite of the theories, yeah. but I, I do actually think there's more to it than the last one. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah more than, so. than several we've covered, which is a, which is like a auto versus pedestrian accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this theory would work that somebody accidentally like hits Jason with their car and then, you know, panics for some reason, you know, like they've been drinking or they, whatever, they had a record. They throw the body in the car and later they dispose of it in a swamp or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes um, sense. Yeah. I, I could I mean I can kind of see this. It's not beyond the realm of possibility. I think the problem I have with this is that if you want to evade responsibility, it, you're best to just pull a hit and run, just gun it and get out just of there. Just get the hell out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Just right. get out before anyone sees your license plate. I mean, there's nothing. Yeah. I mean, you're already guilty. I mean, you're already guilty of something beyond just vehicular homicide if they catch you dragging that body into your car, right? If someone comes out of their house, I mean, this is a residential neighborhood, yeah. right? It's not the middle of nowhere. You're not out on some isolated stretch of road. If someone comes out and sees you dragging that body around, you just you just got a force multiplier for the for the prosecution. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. And plus, it, it takes time. I mean, you could, like, you know, if you hit run over them and you just decide to take off while well, you're just done, it's seconds, and whereas getting yeah. out and... and Putting the dead body in your car, that takes you a while. There's more time for somebody to notice you and what you're up to. Which is um, why hit and runs are more common than this kind of accident. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, and, of course, the other thing, too, it gets blood in your car, which can be hard to explain to the cops later on. Um, right. So, so yeah, yeah, the whole, the whole idea that somebody – and I, I've seen this, this one actually – 
exploded um, in other unsolved disappearances as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure you have too, because you know, you yeah, and I've I have, seen this one. Yeah, you and I have looked at le- literally thousands of weird little disappearances, and there's usually mm-hmm. somebody that says, "Oh, probably got hit by a car," and they panicked and put the body in the car. And, right? It okay. could happen, you know, especially it if could. someone wasn't thinking clearly. Maybe they're panicking. Maybe they're maybe they're intoxicated. Maybe yeah. they're on drugs and they don't think it through. They're like, "Oh, I got to get rid of the body." Well, you could think of that. Uh, you could imagine a slightly different scenario where he's uh, the the driver thinks that Jason is still alive and wants to get mm. to get him to an ER as quick as possible. So it throws mm. him in the back seat of his car, mm-hmm. drives to the nearest hospital, and is about to pull him out of the car and then and realizes, oh my god, he's dead as a mackerel. Mm-hmm. And what am I going to do now? And that's when you go drop that body in the swamp, right? Mm. But uh, yeah, so that's that's conceivable. But the thing about it is though. In that case, I, I guess you know you could you could you could have knocked on somebody's door and just said, "Hey, hey, hey, call an ambulance!" There, you know, there's been an accident. Right. That'd be a, the better a better way to deal with it. Although maybe what the guy planned to do was like, and I shouldn't I shouldn't do this. I'm assuming his gender, probably a woman. You know, okay. W- women be, tend yeah, to be maybe. women tend to be bad drivers. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Anyway, I know. No, probably a guy. But anyway, so the guy is like, uh, maybe his plan was to drop him. Just just push him out of the car at the ER and drive away. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was the plan. And then, yeah. he, and then of course, he realizes that, uh, you know, he's dead. Or maybe he gets to the ER and it's just a really busy time and there's a lot of people and there's no discreet way to push the body out of the car and, and tear off or something. Maybe that was it. <laughs> but no, the whole, yeah, the whole auto pedestrian accident thing, I don't know. It's a pretty, fairly quiet neighborhood. It's not the kind of streets that he would have been walking down. It's not the kind of streets that somebody's going to be driving 60 miles an hour on. You know, yeah, it's a it's a residential neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know, but I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. Gonna, I don't think it's beyond totally out. I just don't. I don't really buy it. No, I don't. We've got either. an even less likely one up next. Why don't you tell us about this one? Well, this has been this is a possibility, which is that his brother Michael killed him, mm-hmm. either accidentally or on purpose. Um, and uh, just in, in fairness to if the family is listening, I find this theory to be very unlikely. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, extremely unlikely. Got to consider the possibility. Actually, it's it's rare. It's really rare. But actually, there have been confirmed cases of brothers killing brothers and oh, yeah. siblings oh, yeah, killing sure. siblings. Absolutely. But the report that the neighbors saw Jason leaving the house, not just bringing in the garbage cans, but actually walking off. That's not universally backed up in every version of this story that I've seen. No, um, it's it is consistently said again that the neighbors saw them bringing in the garbage cans from the street, but but what if Jason actually never left the house? Oh, um, what if he yeah. never left the house? Um, See, that's that's interesting. I do yeah. think there's some problems with this. Well, yeah, for one thing, Michael was 13 years old. He would have been unable to drive and wouldn't have had a car either because even Jason's car was in the shop that day. So how does he that's get right. rid of the body? You got to do some mental gymnastics to make that one pencil. Yeah, I mean, he could have, There's, I guess there's different ways he could have done it. I mean, uh, he could have buried the body in the yard. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, people do that. You would think that his parents would notice there's a freshly dug grave out there. But, you know, maybe Michael was a you know, clever enough kid that he could have actually disguised it. You know, the parents get home and, and they're like, oh, what happened here? And he's like, oh, mom and dad, I wanted to do something really nice for you. So I planted some new rose bushes. You know, do you like them? <laughs> Maybe that's what well, it yeah, was. But then where did he get rose bushes? Like, I oh, mean, yeah, I know. As well, silly as that scenario is, even that one doesn't actually kind of 
make any linear sense. No, no. It's like, um, and the other thing too is the police have got to, uh, I I would assume they would at least consider the possibility of domestic foul play. Yeah. You know, Uh, and and they would have looked around the house in the yard. You know, mm-hmm. don't, you th- don't you think? I mean, they even bring I'm it. Sure a, they did bring in a cadaver dog to sniff around a little bit. Yeah, bring I guess I don't know, but yeah, yeah, uh-huh. you'd think they would have at least just taken a look around the house, if nothing else, just for clues. Even if they were sure that he wasn't there, mm-hmm. just yeah. to be like, let's just have a look and see if there's anything we can find here that tells us where he might have gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so uh, I guess another possibility. This is like again even more unlikely because Micah was 13. There's no indication that he's a complete flaming psycho, but maybe he uh, kills him and chops up the body and then just spends the rest of the day walking around, just throwing body parts in dumpsters all over the, all over that part of the town. I don't know. How often does that, I don't think that really works. Uh, no, I, 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 again, I don't believe this for a second. Uh, so yeah. Michael, if you're listening, seriously, I'm not seriously accusing you of doing this. I don't no. think it happened. No, God, no, God, no, uh, no, no, I really don't think that happened for, there's also like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't get too much time to, to research this. There's no indication there's anything weird about his family. Uh, no. They seem like for the they little seem, bit that I was able to, they seem perfectly normal and like nice yeah. people. Yeah. No, and there were no, no indications the brothers were like at each other's throats. I mean, yeah. I mean, for Had Christ's sake, you know, I mean, I, I, I believe that I've gotten the impression anyway, that it was actually Michael's chore to bring in the garbage cans. Mm. It was, you know, it was his job to do that. But Jason, on his way out the door to go to work, he helped him. You know, oh yeah, he helped him. You know, actually, yeah. that's 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 a better con. That's better uh, being a better brother than I was when I was a kid. If it had been my <laughs> brother's chore, I would have said, "Screw you, do your chores, <laughs> Mike. Do your job." Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so uh, yeah, no, that's uh, yeah. So I don't buy this one at all. Um, yep. Well, let's see. There's another theory, and this is more plausible because it involves a certain well-known shady person. <laughs> yeah, I think you're getting confused again. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, so this one would be that the co-worker did it. Yeah. So what if our girl Hillary found out that Hillary Jason- Hillary Clinton, not just Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Yeah. yeah. But not really Hillary Clinton. This is why I think you're confused. Yeah. <laughs> I mean- <laughs> Uh, I don't know, unless it actually somehow was Hillary Clinton and she was no. moonlighting at Fazoli's. Yeah, no, I just, I just, uh, at once, once I, once I assigned her the name, you know, this unknown person, the name Hillary Clinton, I immediately I, stopped, I, started distrusting her. Yeah. <laughs> well, the problem is now I can't picture anyone else. I'm picturing this guy like walking up to high school to meet like Hillary Clinton driving up in like a, like a busted Ford. But um, uh, Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding for all you Hillary fans out there. No, I, I just picked a random name out of the blue. So yeah, but I don't think actually Hillary had anything to do with Jason's disappearance, but, uh, but anyway, yeah, get on with that theory though. The coworker did it. Hillary did it. I, I think the best thing going for this, we'll get into it, but I think the best thing going for this is that this, there's a chance that quote unquote Hillary was the last person to see him alive. Mm-hmm. So you could imagine some sort of scenario where like maybe he was going to get a prom- a promotion and she felt entitled to it. Is that a motive for murder? Uh, yeah. I, not really. No. I mean, uh, not I I think, uh, yeah, a, a, a $1 bump in your pay at the fast food place, <laughs> that's not something I would kill somebody over. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I've, so. I've, I've had Wait, jobs I, like Fazoli's, and it, it's not worth it. It's not worth your no, energy. No, no, not at all. And, 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 and of course, you know, we, we had no reason to believe that uh, that Hillary had a motive like this. We don't know anything about what was that's going true. on. I mean, yeah. What their relationship? We know they went to school, the same high school, but I don't know that they were in the same class or that they, you know, actually knew each other in high school or very well or anything. Like That's that, true. So. 
Yeah, yeah. I, they had a picture of Benson High School in in one of the things I looked up, but it looks like a big school. So I, uh, it does. Yeah, yeah. So I, they a, may have not even known each other. You know, I, yeah. I went to the biggest high school in Oregon, and at least at the time, it was the biggest high school in Oregon, and there were people I went to school with for four years and never met. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, but but let's 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 continue on with our with our with our scenario here, though. Okay, so. All right, so Hillary has a motive. She she's decided she's going to off Jason because he's getting that promotion. So Jason shows up. She greets him with a warm smile as he gets into her car. Then reaches behind his seat, pulls out a tire iron, and coshes him on the head with it and stuffs the body in her trunk. And then later, after her shift is over, she drops the body in a swamp. Of course, always a swamp. Um, the, the swamps of Nebraska. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Known for its <laughs> humid, swampy climate. Yeah. So that's uh, so that's the coworker theory. And uh, okay. yeah, I mean, of course, she's, she's, you know, there's got to be people who, who are going to at least put this theory out there. What if the coworker did it? Yeah. Okay. But let's see what problems there are with this theory. Biggest problem is that the police checked the security camera from the school and confirmed that Jason never got there. Yeah. It also seems that they took a good hard look at Hillary, which makes sense because there's a chance that she was the last person to see him mm-hmm. alive. You always want to look, you know, if I say I'm going to meet Joe and I don't arrive, yeah, you're gonna look they want to look into yeah. you, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so they ruled but, her out, as I know. And, then, and also, let's not forget, too, that actually giving Jason a ride to work in her car was not Hillary's idea. That's a good point. Yeah, it was her yeah, boss. I, apparently, apparently, that was where it, it came from. The boss who called Hillary and said, "Hey, can you give Jason a ride?" Yeah, yeah. I, I guess the only way we could, ma- I mean, so let's, you should have to put that plan together really quickly. And I think the only way that we could possibly go with this is if there was some kind of history that that me and you don't know about mm-hmm. Jason and quote unquote Hillary. Yeah, but I, I think the police would have caught on to that eventually, right? I'm sure I, they could. I, I think they would have asked uh, asked around about uh, you know. About the right. whole thing, they would have asked coworkers and stuff like that. And I'm sure they talked to all the coworkers, and, you know, yeah. like to see if there was anything going on at work. If any, you know, any psycho stalker customers that were especially interested in Jason, for example. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you looking know, at that, you know, or so and I think also can... if there was a blood feud going on between <laughs> Jason and Hillary, you know, that's another one they'd probably be asking. Yeah. So anyway, I think we could rule out the coworker. I think we can. Yeah. I think we can. Yeah. I, just like the brother, I, I get why you'd look into it because last people to see them and stuff, but it doesn't seem like there's there's anything to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. What if what if Jason was involved in some sketchy stuff? Yeah. You mm-hmm. never know. You never know. I mean, maybe. Kid, but you never know. I mean, maybe the guy's like, you know, secretly manufacturing meth on the side. Or, oh, you know, right. He's like the Walter the, White yeah. of yeah, Omaha. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. a high schooler. She's the Jesse Pinkman of <laughs> Omaha. <laughs> I hope he was smarter than Jesse. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. He didn't make it as long as Jesse. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Yeah. His his criminal cohorts in this theory, they intercept him on the way to the high school and go for a little ride. Of mm-hmm. course, we're back at the swamps of Nebraska. It actually ends at the swamp. Yeah, where yeah, that's, the gators go. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those those Nebraskan gators are no joke, man. Oh yeah, no seriously. But uh, the. Um, yeah, so the, uh, yeah, I guess it's for for one reason or another, his criminal his, his criminal associates just decided he needed to be eliminated. So that was that. Yeah, I guess. So there's no evidence for this. Yeah, you have to, of course, assume that the cops questioned all of his friends and contacts to see if he had any criminal involvement. Yeah, and on top of that, so that they, they didn't seem to find any, or at least they didn't release any to the public. On top of that, everybody seems to think that Jason was the kind of kid who just wouldn't get involved with criminal activity with criminals, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's something you hear a lot. So it it seems reasonable. I'm just not really able to imagine some 
someone fitting Jason's profile even feeling comfortable hanging around murderous thugs. Yeah, I know. It's um and the other the, the other thing too is like how would um how would his criminal associates know that he was he was walking from his house to the high school at that particular That's time? Good point, right? Yeah. You know, that that day, that time. How would they know that? I mean, I guess it could have just happened yeah. upon him. Yeah. But then like, I don't know, like then would he have made a ruckus getting in the car or I guess maybe not, but I, I, I just, this one could be true. Like this could be the actual thing that happened to him, but there's a bunch of missing evidence. Yeah, right? I know there is. I think that it's, it's, it is possible. We'll talk, we got a few more theories to go here. I mean, it's it mm-hmm. possible that, that somebody did pick him up and, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't think it was because of anything that Jason was involved in. Um, it doesn't seem that way. No, it sure doesn't. Think so. All right, let's but, move on some to some more absurdity. Yeah, well, here's another great internet theory. He was the victim of a random gang killing. So this is like one of those gang initiation rituals you read about on the internet, where they they got a newbie, and so they got a they got a he's you know he's got to kill somebody to make his bones. Yeah. You know, they, they they turn their lights off, and if you blink your flashers at them, they can kill you. It's like one yeah, of those turn, come around and kill you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so they drive around till they spot a, good, a likely victim, and then the new guy murders him, and he's he's, he's now established his cred. Yay! But uh, the problem with this is, well, I don't know. I don't know that this this part of Omaha was exactly a hotbed of gang activity. But uh, um, Jason's case also doesn't really fit with known gang behavior. Usually, usually with gangs, they shoot people and then just drive away, right? I mean. But- that's what you'd imagine. I mean, really, in the case of any sort of random crime like that, like a thrill kill kind of scenario, yeah, they're not super careful about disposing of the body, disposing of the evidence. Yeah. Um, you'd also, I mean, I guess they could have found some way, but probably you'd imagine a fight that would make noise that a witness would hear, or a or a gunshot, or blood left behind, you know, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, <laughs> yeah, you would think they would have found a found a little blood stain on the street or something like that. It could have been they avoided the gunshot noise by using a bow and arrow on them. But um, <laughs> oh yes, one of those bow and arrow gangs I keep reading mm-hmm. about. Yeah, and maybe that's what they did. And then they then they grabbed his body and took him off to the swamp. But uh, or they or maybe they grabbed him off the street and took him back to their crib. Uh, you know to, to you know torture and murder him back at the crib. But I guess that's how that would have to work. But I, I mean, yeah. we're also doing. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, look down my nose at, at Omaha, but I don't see it as a place like that I associate with really hardcore gang activity. Certainly, yeah. looking at photos of this neighborhood, it, it doesn't look like you know the seedier parts of Los Angeles or oh, project yeah. areas around Chicago. Like, it doesn't look like the kind of area, at least that I would expect there to be. Yeah, no, uh, I like don't think so either. D- depraved yeah. gang culture. Yeah, no, I don't think so. So, yeah. All right, so the the random gang killing, I think we can rule that one out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Although maybe I would keep an open mind about it being some kind of random crime. Mm-hmm. Oh maybe yeah, not a, maybe not sure. gangs. Like yeah, well, we'll, yeah, we can talk about that a little later on. There's more theories to go here. A couple more to go. So. Mm-hmm. What's uh, what's what's your next theory? Well, what if this was the responsibility of the sketchy neighbor? Yeah. With pervy neighbor, yeah. Right, so this theory would go that the Joukowskis had a creepy neighbor and he had his eye on Jason. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. you know, if you're a, you know, I mean, you, you can you can see it, right? I mean, like generally serial killers are smart enough not to uh, not to crap where they eat, but mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it does happen. And it, it is yeah. the downfall of serial killers a lot of the time. Yeah. Port- reportedly, one of the neighbors was questioned very closely by the police, but on the other hand, 
all the neighbors were questioned, which makes sense. Yeah, well, it could have been, too. It could have been the one that was questioned more closely was the guy who actually witnessed him, you know, leaving the house. Right, of course, you'd want to ask that guy a bunch of questions. Yeah, you'd you'd probably take him downtown and then, you know, seriously interrogate the the hell out of the guy. Not even Mm -hmm. if he's a suspect, but you just want to really, really... Really, really, you know, pry every everything he can out of his memory, right? And uh, but now, what I what I will say, I like about this theory, right? That is like starts to get plausible, right? Is that if you got this neighbor or like a family friend, somebody they're they're close with, mm-hmm. sees Jason walking down the street, offers him a ride, wants in the car, pulls out his old trusty thirty eight snub nose, yeah, and explains to Jason that they're going to go see one of those awesome Nebraska swamps. I know, right? Yeah. The hard way. I know, I know. What I like about this is that it gets Jason off the street with potentially with no witnesses. Yeah, and in a really no-fuss way sort of way, the guy just pulls over and says, hey, dude, want to ride? You know, and he's got six more blocks to go to the high school. So he's like, yeah, sure, what the hell? You know, and- I know this uh, guy, trust him. That's possible. And the only problem with this is it's a really high-risk scenario um, if, you're the, if you're the killer. Because if, <laughs> yeah. if somebody were to see you picking up Jason, yeah, then you would have a lot of explaining to do later on. You know what I'm yep. saying? Yeah, and remember, this happened on a June morning uh, in broad daylight in warm weather. Where you expect people to be out and about, working in their yards mm-hmm. or walking or whatever, walking the dog. Um, yeah. And so the chances of being seen, uh, at least for me, would be unacceptably high. Yeah, um, I mean, you'd have to say that guy got lucky, right? Yeah, yeah. That no I one mean, saw Jason getting in his car. That nothing was left. Uh, no evidence was left behind in the car. Mm-hmm. That you know, the, the police would have been able to to detect if they would have looked into the neighbor mm. uh I, it's not the it's not the worst theory but i'm not i'm not it, there's pieces missing like all these theories mm-hmm. yeah it's it's uh well yeah again there's no there's no good suspects or somebody who would have done this i guess i guess you could picture a scenario in which the guy pulls over and offers jason a ride and jason gets in and then he takes a very careful look to ra- look around to see if there's anybody within eyeshot within I shot right, that right. could have witnessed it. And he sees no witnesses and decides, hey, what the hell? I'm good to go. You know? And uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to give this theory a, a pretty weak maybe. Uh, I, I think it's a very reckless thing on the part of our crazed killer. Right. But, a lot of know. pieces have to come together for this to work. So, uh, Plus, it's been 23 or tw- yeah, basically 23 years. years, 22 years. 22 years, yeah. They haven't revealed that there were any serial killers active in the neighborhood. So it, mm. another piece of that is this is a serial killer who have totally evaded detection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It could have been just like, uh, you know, somebody paying a visit to town. But that leads us to our next theory, which is actually right, kind of my one. favorite, uh, which is a random a random serial killer just abducted him at gun. And uh, his mother's his, his mother's family has said that he's not, it wouldn't have been likely to get into a car with a total stranger. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, if the white van pulls up and it's, you know, there's a couple of, a couple of guys and one of them jumps out with a, with a gun and says, get the hell in the van right now. Mm-hmm. Eh, he probably would have done it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have recommended it. I, I think you're better off just running and yelling at the top of your lungs, you know, but, uh, you know. They, they say running a zigzag pattern, it makes you harder to shoot. Yeah. Well, I would say what I would say, too, is you're on the, you're going to be on the passenger side of the van where the guy with the gun is. So, so zip around the corner of the van as fast as you can. Put that van uh, between yeah. you and the guy with the gun. That's a good, yeah, that's a good thought. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, after that, he's going to come after you, but, you know, you're by that time, 
yelling at the top of your lungs and mm-hmm. running in a zigzag pattern, and you're going to take cover behind a parked car on the other side of the street. So, right, right. Yeah, but anyway, so I don't, don't think- get in the van. I don't care if the guy's got a gun or not. Don't get in the friggin' van. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think my problem with this theory is that it's a it's a real noisy way to go about it, right? You have to figure a 19 year old kid. I mean, maybe maybe they could do it real quiet. Pull up, got a gun, get in the van. You know, nice like that, and the guy just goes along with it, but. Mm-hmm. I'd have to imagine that there'd be some amount of struggle, some amount of yelling, and that probably would generate witnesses, most likely. Uh, maybe, maybe, but of course, like, you know, maybe, maybe not. not. Maybe not. Jason sees the gun and he's just like, "Oh crap!" and he doesn't yell, and he gets in, mm-hmm. um, and so he gets into the van, and off they go. And yeah. Jason is never seen again. Or may- um, maybe the killer impersonated authority figure, like like law enforcement or something. Yeah, it could have been something like that. Yeah, um, they do that. So That's yeah, happened. so yeah, a random, a random pervy serial killer or two um, who uh, abducted him and uh, did God knows what to him and killed him and then buried the body in the swamp, no doubt. You know the swamp, the, the swamp. Yeah, the, the burying the bodies swamp. in swamps. This uh, one does, or, or somewhere. And yeah, I don't know. This this actually is the most plausible scenario to me. But um, you know, and it does happen. People disappear all the time. And I think that there's probably a lot more serial killers out there operating than we even imagine. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And, uh, that I know that you, you were saying you did a little, a, a little research into whether there was an active serial killer in Omaha at this time. And you didn't find one. Nothing but, jumped out at me. Yeah. You know, they don't really keep the database quite as searchable as that, but in rolling through, you know, two thousands, Nebraska serial killers or Midwest serial killers. Mm-hmm, I didn't really yeah. find anything that lined up where someone was operating, you know, like right in that area who would have a victimology, anything like Jason. Mm-hmm, you yeah. know, you say Midwest serial killers, 2000s, you're like, oh, there was a guy murdering prostitutes in Chicago in 2006. Well, it probably wasn't our guy. Right? Uh, like, no. that's. Uh, a long way off, different MO. Yeah. And so I, totally different victim profile. Exactly. So I, I didn't really find anything that quite matched up with sometimes serial killers like take it on the road too though you know they uh oh yeah oh, this was, can uh, happen we were talking a little earlier about uh, about this one serial killer randy Kraft, who was, uh, was mm-hmm. uh, lived in california where he killed lots of guys he was he was you know and uh he was sent by his work to oregon for and i don't know what five or six months or something like that and so he killed a bunch of people up here you know and then and then he got sent to i don't remember where chicago or, or minneapolis or somewhere and he killed some yeah. people there you know and it's like yeah he was happy to kill wherever he was so uh you know yeah and and so we're and so we're clear my, my search was pretty it's pretty surface level I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of our readers might cue into a serial killer stalking young men in the Omaha, Nebraska area in the early mm-hmm. 2000s that, that might be a better match. But the police didn't seem to key into this, which I think is interesting. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to be, you know, unless, you don't want to hook into some serial killer theory unless you've got some pretty solid evidence, you know, that gets yeah. people, yeah. that gets people all, all tweaked and everything. So maybe not. Yeah. So I, don't want I, I, I really, I, I really think that it's the most plausible explanation for what happened is he just ran into the wrong guy, a serial killer, um, and who abducted him and killed him and disposed of the body. And that's why we've never heard from him again. That's what I think yeah. is the most likely scenario. I think Although, I, I think hope, you might be onto something. Well, I hope for Jason's sake that he just met a sugar daddy online and they're off living on the, that island in the Mediterranean somewhere. Oh, I don't, I don't find that I don't very likely, but maybe. No, I don't think so either. But, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I have a theory. Yeah, that we're going to wrap that? up on. Yeah, what's that? 
alien abduction. Yeah, you're right. We didn't bring that one up. We didn't. We we didn't. We had to talk about some alien. Well, okay. Obviously, I don't think this would happen, but I do think it's just kind of worth throwing out there something like this that there are people in the you know abduction contactee community Mm -hmm. who think that these sort of inexplicable disappearances that at least some of them are related to extraterrestrials or interdimensional beings or something like that that you just can't find a suspect a motive for the person to disappear they just don't have the profile of someone who disappears and they go missing from you know basically like a populated street in broad daylight Mm -hmm. that uh, that some of those explanations could be something more nefarious like that which is a notion I am not opposed to entertaining even if I don't really think that's what happened to Jason probably not but yeah they could have teleported him up to the up to the mothership yeah but uh, yep use the deneuralizers on anyone who witnessed it and they go I I guess okay we're gonna give that theory a second place behind the serial killer theory how's that behind the serial killer yeah that's probably more likely yeah Yeah, it's okay (laughs) okay all right well anyway that's it I'm all out of theories and or I should say the internet's all out of theories um so yeah um all right well anyway i guess unless you got more to talk about we should wrap it up with the usual no, I plea think to, okay yeah the usual plea to leave us a nice rating and a nice review yeah Le- last week we got a bunch from. of reviews did we i read them uh, all we did oh, yeah and it's actually I, was really great i am behind i gotta i gotta i gotta get caught up in my review yeah. reading um, yeah no awesome awesome stuff so please give us some more it really helps us get the word out yeah and we also, see a noticeable bump whenever you guys do that yeah we love it and also please uh follow you know we're on social media twitter facebook and now reddit and so come on come and hang, yeah come and hang with us there yep and yep. uh yeah i guess that's about it so uh all right well i guess in, unless you got anything more you want to add um i guess let's just say in omaha ta-ta the shocking details can be found at www.theshockingdetails.com we're on twitter at shocking details for discussion of episodes and more our facebook group is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash shocking details podcast forward slash or you can email us at the shocking details podcast at gmail.com and if you like the podcast please consider giving us a like and a positive review and letting people know about us Oh no, my computer has gone to sleep on me. Hang on. You're that boring. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, some boring guys. Yeah, no, I got a fan, some fan mail from thinking, somebody from the thinking sideways. I really love, I really love to just go to sleep to your podcast. Joe's voice really just, you know, puts me to sleep. Uh, oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I really appreciate that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a I'm just a fucking Valium, huh? Okay. I'm just like fucking Xanax. Yep. Between you and Benadryl. I know, right? <sighs> okay. I'm ready for fun here.